Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Lexology with Lexi Can Sell Me. Um, yeah, it's been kind of a minute since I have recorded an episode. Um, it's probably been over a month, I believe. I re- released my last episode on October 30th. So, yeah, it's been a little bit of a hiatus, I guess, but for a good reason. On the last episode, I did mention that I was starting my new job in a few days and all that kind of stuff. So, just getting into that routine of waking up at 4.30, having a 10-hour workday, coming home, prioritizing, you know, my fiance and my dogs, my children, and just kind of like getting that all down was not like too hard, but definitely an adjustment, I guess you could say, because it's something I wasn't used to. And for so long, I was unemployed. So I guess it was just a new experience, but it's been going really well. A few updates, though, as far as that goes. So in Arizona, cases have been rising exponentially um, over the last probably month or so. Honestly, probably before I started working, but they just keep going up and up. And the company I work for did decide to transition us into the work from home model. And (laughs) I was at home for, you know, eight months without working, and then finally got back into that office setting with people, good vibes, you know, these people really became my family that are on my team. And I, I feel like I've known them a lot longer than I've actually known them. And then one morning in our meeting, they're like, yeah, there's gonna be, you know, a transition period for about two months due to the holidays coming up and a lot of people traveling. And then obviously, the cases are rising a lot. So I mean, I understand definitely why they did it and all that kind of stuff. And I do appreciate working for a company that does care about all that kind of stuff. But the only, I guess, negative for me in terms of having to make that transition is, you know, I spent so much time at home and then finally getting into the office setting and being happy and kind of having that energy of other people around you to lift you up and then kind of getting thrown back into the home environment and everything like that. Um, And it's my first time ever working from home. I've never had a job where I've worked from home. I've always been in an office. And to be perfectly honest, I'm the kind of person that does prefer to be in office because I mean, I guess it has been nice, you know, being in the comfort of my own home, having just the option of walking my dogs on my break and stuff like that. But it's not the same as far as you don't when you work from home, you don't get up in the morning take a shower, put on your makeup, do your hair, wear a really cute ass outfit. It's a completely different experience. And some people really like it. And I, I guess I can see why it were or why it is appealing. But for someone like me who thrives on kind of social interaction and stuff like that, it definitely makes me feel and not that I've been less productive at home, I've actually been really productive. It just makes me feel less productive because I'm not doing my hair, doing my makeup, going into the office, driving to work, that whole, the whole process and routine of going into an office and working in an office is just for someone like me, I just I thrive on more structure. And I appreciate structure. And I like it. And it's just how I've always been. And that's how I function. I feel the most efficiently. It's just been an adjustment, but it's only temporary. So it's really not that big of a deal. But I guess that's just kind of my take on it. We're still having our meetings and so we're still interacting with each other multiple times a day, but nothing is like being in office with your team and just kind of being able to kind of turn around and be like, hey, like, 
I have a question about XYZ and I still am in training. So I've only been, before we went to work from home, I was only there for three weeks. And the training period for my job is 13 weeks. So I'm still, you know, very fresh and new at what I'm doing. So it's just, and not that like, and I know what I'm doing, but it's just more comfortable for me if I have someone like right there kind of like beside me. But it honestly hasn't been as bad as I thought it would be. It's, I can still call and contact and text and video chat my boss whenever I need something. And everybody's always been super helpful. And that's what I guess is really gotten me through it so far. And I, I like, I like it more now. I'm not going to say I prefer it over working in the office, but a couple benefits are just having that option to kind of be at home, cook your own food. You don't have to, I guess, put so much emphasis on like what you look like, which is great. But at the same time, part of me <laughs> feels better about myself and more productive when I do that whole routine of getting ready, doing my hair, straightening my hair, like having to wash my hair, put on makeup, wearing high heels, all that kind of stuff. I just feel better about myself. And part of me was like, okay, get up at this time and take a shower, do your makeup, do your hair, put on like your pantsuit, like look all fly, look like a boss bitch. And then the morning comes and you're like, oh no, fuck it. Like I'm just gonna not do that. But I feel it would probably help me feel even better if I did. So I might experiment and maybe try it one day this week. But I don't want to like put something out there that I'm not going to be able to make happen and fulfill that promise, I guess. So maybe I won't, but eventually I feel maybe like one of these days I'll kind of make it happen. But yeah, so that's the update on working and a few other things that are kind of going on in my life right now. Um, our lease where we live now, I, I, where we live now, we both moved up here for our jobs because we were both commuting a really far, like it was 30, 45 minutes for me. And it was the same commute, I believe for my fiance where he works at the golf course. So we moved up here the beginning of this year for work. And then, you know, the layoff happened and all that kind of stuff. So that kind of put a damper on things, but good news. We are moving back down South, I guess you could say, cause it's more South off of the 101 towards where I work. And it will be, I guess, kind of far still for my fiance, but he doesn't work the same kind of hours as I do. He doesn't have to get up like at four o'clock in the morning and kind of do that kind of thing. So I feel it's fair if we kind of move somewhere closer for me due to the fact that my schedule is more rigorous. I have to get up way earlier. Half the time he doesn't work till like 11 or 12. So pardon my French, but fuck off. Like I need the kind of the better commute because I have to wake up. I can sleep in once we move until 5 a.m. So I'm fucking excited. Right now I wake up at 4.30 and it's not fun. And my drive isn't that bad. 25 minutes right now. And I know a lot of people drive that far anyway for work, but when you have to be at work at 6am, it just makes it so much easier to be closer and all that kind of stuff. And I'll be able to kind of come home on my lunch break, let the dogs out if I need to come home, make lunch if I want. Just having that like luxury of being able to go home and pick something up. If you, any, any kind of emergency, it's just kind of nice to have. So I'm very excited about that. We move, um, in February so we go back into the office second week in January, I believe. So, and we're moving the end of January. Yeah, end of January because our lease is up February 2nd. So I don't like moving from place to place on the same day. It's just too much of a pain in the ass. If you have to worry about getting all of your shit out and making sure everything's clean and all that kind of shit, it's just too stressful. So we're going to move a few days before our lease ends. So I feel it's just more comfortable and just better for us and not 
I don't want to deal with unnecessary stress and bullshit anyway. So my weekends, like I try to just relax and have good vibes <laughs> and I don't want to be stressing out about, oh my God, I have to get this out of the apartment. I got to make sure I clean it. Da, 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 that kind of thing. So yeah, so we're moving. And then my other update is, so we got engaged the beginning of the pandemic, like right before it began, February 29th. It was a leap year this year. And we have yet to celebrate our engagement. We have not had an engagement party. And I've been like, oh my God, I know obviously the world's in a horrible place right now. And like, I shouldn't be selfish, blah, blah, blah. But okay, I'm tired of not feeling like my feelings are valid and I can't be happy and celebrate my engagement and, you know, getting married and stuff like that, because I think that's bullshit. This is a once in a lifetime thing. I should still be able to be happy and excited for things going on and, you know, in the world and still obviously be cognizant and aware of what's happening, but still be excited. And if anybody wants to fucking fight me over it, I don't care. Fight me. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, so we're having our engagement party in March. Um, we found a venue. It's awesome. Finally have like things kind of getting planned as far as that goes. Cause I feel like this whole year I haven't even felt like I'm going to be a bride. It's just not, I guess the ideal experience that we always thought we were going to have as a couple and stuff like that. And I'm sure a lot of people that got engaged this year or had to postpone can relate about that as well. So I'm excited. I, my family will come into town. I'm not sure who it'll be in March. I don't know what the hell is going to happen in the world up until then or around that time, but we're going to do whatever we can to make it as fun as we can. It's going to be beautiful. So I'm just having positive vibes and just enjoying it and trying to enjoy being a fiance and being engaged and being excited for things and stop. I need to stop feeling guilty so much about getting excited or wanting to plan shit because Constantly, I see on the internet, people are going on trips and doing things and having fun. And people are literally talking so much shit. Like, stop telling me what to do with my life. Like, I am, I promise you, I've, I'm keeping myself safe to the best of my ability. And don't tell me how to live my life. And I won't tell you how to live your life. I can't fucking stand that shit. That's something that is so annoying to me about how, oh, you see someone go doing something. Oh, my God. Wow. We're in a pandemic. Shut the fuck up. Like, how long are you going to use that for? Like, it's not going anywhere. If you're so worried about it, do what you have to do to keep safe. Fucking stay home, become depressed, and commit suicide. I don't fucking care because I'm not going to live my life like that when, no, I can't. I've already have enough issues on my own. I don't need to have your, all this other bullshit happening. And so just everybody needs to just live their lives and stay in their lane and fucking, and everything will be fine. Do what you have to do to stay safe and fucking just shut up. Okay. All right. Enough about that. Cause I don't even want to fucking go into that. That's a whole other thing. I could go on and on and on and on, but I won't. So yeah, let's finally get into the episode for today. Um, that was just like, I mean, a kind of a long update, I guess you could say, but very necessary as I have been like kind of missing. So just wanted to fill you guys in if you care, if not, that's fine too. But yeah, so the holidays are coming up, as we all know, and something that is very passionate to me about everything about the holidays is family. Family, I am obsessed with family. I can't wait to have my own family. But since I've moved out to Arizona, I have only been with my family two out of the six Christmases that have been happening since I've lived here. And 
part of that's my fault because I was dating someone who lived in a different country. And so I would have to kind of fly across the world to go see him and I wouldn't see my family. And being in college, I barely saw my family anyway. So I only had so many breaks, but it's like you pick between seeing your family and seeing your boyfriend, that kind of thing. And then the last, last year I wasn't with my family, but 2017 and 2018 I was, so that was great. Um, but last year I wasn't. And then this year I'm not going to be with my family and the holidays, like Christmas is my absolute most favorite time of the year, but also the holidays I feel can be very sad for me. Like I caught myself crying a couple times already this month because just the songs I hear kind of trigger memories and just different things about the holidays I miss like growing up or being with my family. And it's, I know it's different when you get older and it's not the same and I shouldn't expect it to be the same, obviously, but still something about it, I guess, just makes me sad and makes me just miss and wish things were different because I know a lot of people have family trauma and family issues and, you know, they don't get along with certain family members, etc. But it just, I don't know, I guess the holidays make you kind of put things in perspective and make you wish things were different and kind of, and I'm not saying like, oh, because I know a lot of people who have family that they only see on the holidays and it's kind of like a forced interaction. And I never want that to be like a situation for me. Um, people that are really close to me know my current situation with family members. There's some family members that I just don't feel the need to interact with because there's no need to text one day a year happy birthday if like we literally don't speak i don't understand why people do that and i did that for a while so i'm kind of a hypocrite i guess but i've come to the realization that if you're not in my life at all then you don't need to send me happy birthday text and vice versa and it's something that i've had to kind of it's hard to swallow because it sucks and it's sad because it's your family but at the same time it's just you have, I guess you have to look at the big picture, like what's the point type of thing. And as happy and fun as the holidays can be, they can also be some of the saddest times for people because some people are missing family members that have passed. Um, two of my family members, my grandpa and my uncle, both died in December around Christmas time. And every year, it kind of like since then, it's kind of a little reminder like, oh, this is when Pappy died. This is when Uncle Robbie died, like whatever. And it kind of sucks because you want to enjoy the holidays, but it's like you almost feel guilty sometimes if you're being happy and enjoying yourself because that person's no longer around, if that makes sense. And then the same thing kind of happens, I guess, for me, at least when it comes to family, you know, um, my mom now lives in Pennsylvania and my dad lives in Texas. And one of my brothers lives in Pennsylvania and one lives in Texas. And, you know, I'm not close. I'm not super close with either of my brothers, but I am I was really close to one for a long time. And we are not close anymore. And it sucks. And if I talk about it too much, it will make me cry. So I will not talk about it anymore um, as far as that goes. But it sucks because growing up, you have one kind of situation for the holidays. And then when you become an adult, it's like reality hits, you know, you have a job, you're working and you can't spend that time. And I could, I guess, go home probably for Christmas. But since the pandemic and everything this year and starting my new job, I just, I guess, don't want to kind of like rock the boat as far as getting off of my routine just yet and stuff like that. And I don't even know what day, I think Christmas is on a Saturday this year, honestly, is it? I don't know, Friday or Saturday. So I guess I could take a long weekend, but just to travel 
and fly just for a couple of days. I don't want to ask off work or anything yet. I'm really trying to be conscious and save my time off and stuff like that and be, I don't like asking for time off either. Like when I first started a job, I've only been there for a little over a month. So I don't think it'd be appropriate to even ask for time off and stuff like that. But I don't know. I didn't go home for Thanksgiving either. Obviously, um, I just started my job a couple weeks before that. And just the nature of situation as far as COVID goes. My dad, I mean, I guess I could have went home, like I said, but I, I just didn't. And I'm, I, I did make the decision. I'm like, I have to go home for Christmas and Thanksgiving next year. I really want, I don't want to just constantly be away and never have Christmas with my dad and stuff like that. Because I mean, my dad works a lot. I don't know when he's going to retire, but I don't see him. I see my family legitimately. I haven't seen my mom in a year and a half and I haven't seen, I did drive to Texas over the summer. Um, so I did get to see my dad and my brother and like my friends back home and stuff like that in July. But, you know, usually in college, I would go home on breaks and stuff like that for at least for fall or Thanksgiving, one, one holiday break in college. So I would see them at least like once or twice a year. And then once like you get out of college and you're working, it's harder to get home and you don't have that luxury. And not that I mean, Texas isn't that far away, but it makes me sad that I can't drive, you know, an hour or 30 minutes to see my dad or see my family. And my mom and my rest of my family lives in Pennsylvania. And I went there last year after Christmas, but getting across the whole entire country and planning that and being able to fit that into your schedule is, I don't want to be dramatic, but almost impossible because, and especially now with the whole COVID thing, like, and it's just not even an option because people in my family are like psycho about the whole COVID thing and all that kind of stuff. So I don't even think they'd want to see me. I don't even know if my mom's coming to my engagement party in March, to be honest with you, my dad will be there, but I don't know who from my like mom's side of the family will be able to attend. And so it's kind of sucky. So if I don't see my mom in March, then it's like, I don't know when I'm going to see her, honestly, maybe my wedding. So by the time I see her, it's literally going to be over two years. And I think that's just kind of insane to think about when I say it out loud, because I think that's just absurd. Like, oh, yeah, I don't see I haven't seen my mom in a few years. I feel people that say that are the people that have no communication with their parents. And I mean, we talk, I guess, frequently, but it's just not the same. And it's just so weird how you grow up and like you never see your family. And I grew up away from my family in Texas because everybody lived in Pittsburgh and we would, but we would go back and see them frequently. So probably twice a year, but it's not until I got older that it'd be years before I saw my grandma or years before I saw my cousins. And like, we were so close growing up. So it makes no fucking sense how years can go by. Like if I don't see my mom for two years, just, it just sounds weird and crazy, but I guess this time of year kind of just always makes me either, it makes me happy and sad. So it's a mix of emotions and it sucks because my fiance is like, well, why are you sad? Like, we have, you know, a great life, you know, we have two beautiful puppies and all that kind of thing. But I guess, I don't know. It's just something that always feels like it's missing because you don't have your family. And like, we have his family, but it's just like his parents and his brother. Like we don't really see any of his family either. And so it just kind of sucks because I love being around family and like a lot of people. And I guess, and that's why I want to have my own family so bad. And I'm not pregnant or anything. Don't worry. And I'm not trying to get pregnant, but, um, it's just, I want my own family. I want to have multiple kids. I want them to be close. Like I want kind of a different situation than I kind of had. I grew up with two brothers and 
I was close to my younger brother, but my older brother never liked me. And like, we didn't really get along until after like college and stuff like that. And we were all like close in age. So it kind of like didn't make sense as to why we are, we weren't all like best friends, but, and I always wanted a sister, like I said, and I have two stepsisters now, but like, I never get to see them either. And then there's also, you know, a dynamic there where we don't have the best relationship right now. And that also makes me sad too, because I just want things to be good and it's hard when you have like a blended family situation and there's like my dad's in the middle and like he doesn't want to pick sides obviously. So it's literally just kind of a clusterfuck basically is what I'm trying to say. And, and I also don't like being fake around people because I truly do love my step family, but like we don't always get along and that's okay. But like, I want things to get better in the future. Right. And I want things to kind of, you know, as we get older, you know, we're going to start having kids. Like I want, you know, they, them to be in my kids' lives and vice versa. And like, my dad's going to be a grandpa and that'll be like their grandma basically. So I just want everything to get better. And that's just something that like, I've been thinking about a lot, I guess, is just the future. And maybe I need to live more in the present. I'm, I'm really bad. I feel about living in the present, just enjoying kind of what's going on right in front of me. It's something I've been trying to work on for pretty much my whole fucking life or adult life. Because when we're younger, I feel we're so much better at being easily amused and kind of just living in the moment. Oh my God, I'm eating a cookie. I'm so happy. Or I'm going to the park or I'm doing this. I'm going to the mall. I swear to God, I'm never able to just kind of think about the present moment. My mind is always going way ahead. My mind, because, okay, I'm 28. I'll be 29 in March. I'm, my brain's already like, okay, well, I can't have kids till I get married but we don't know when we're getting married. So I'm probably going to be at least 30 when I get married. I want to have multiple kids. I want my kids to be close in age. Does that mean I have to have kids back to back right away after I get married? See what I'm saying? Like my mind goes a million miles a minute and is always thinking ahead. And I can't even like enjoy my life in its present moment right now because I'm always thinking about the future, which can be good. I feel and could be bad because I feel at least it's good to plan and have an idea of where you want to be and set goals. Like what does your future look like? But I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to having the wheel spinning as far as, well, what's this going to look like? Da, 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 da. Then I think, Oh, well, shit, what if something happens? And we, the engagement party gets canceled. And we finally got excited about something and the venues we look at literally none of them are available until fucking 2022. I shit you not. So I'm like, okay, and I wanted a long engagement, don't get me wrong, but then at some point it's like, okay, I'm going to be 30, and I know like 30 is not old, okay, I'm not trying to be like one of those bitches, but I want to be a hot mom, I want to be a MILF mommy, okay, and I can't be a MILF mommy if I don't have kids till I'm 35, and I also don't want to be old when my kids graduate from high school, and I know it's very common now these days for people to have kids older and older, and women are being more like about their careers and blah, blah, blah which is great. I want to excel in my career that I'm in now. I want to fucking just go balls to the wall and just kill it, obviously. But family is literally so important to me. And I can't, I would never be able to forgive myself if I put all my energy and focus into work and to making a lot of money. And then when I'm in my late 30s being like, okay, now I can finally have a kid. Now I'm financially where I want to be and need to be whatever. And then mm, can't get pregnant or pregnancy complications or, you know, all that kind of stuff. Or I'm too, I don't, I maybe decide, well, fuck, I'm already 38 or 37 or whatever. 
that I don't want to have a kid at that age because I don't want to be 60 when they graduate from high school and all that kind of stuff. And I know people have kids when they're in their 40s and celebrities are doing it. And I think like Cameron Diaz just had a kid and she's like in her 40s, but that's not what I want. And then I feel as being a woman, you have to almost choose having a career over having a family and you don't and you do. But if I want to have a career, then basically I'm going to have to have someone else raise my kids. So to me, being a woman is so complicated. And I kind of just went off on like a tangent for the whole pregnant thing and getting pregnant off of the fucking holidays and family. But you catch my vibe and where I'm going, like just the whole being a woman, the women and the ladies will understand what I'm talking about. But anyways, back to family and the holidays. Um, Yeah, I just I'm just been getting sad about the holidays because I miss my dad a lot. And I guess I never know like, oh, when I'm going to see him, I guess I'm going to see him during my engagement party. But the holidays are just a special time to me. And when you're not with those people and not that I don't love being with my fiance's family because I do. But still, it's not your family at the end of the day. It's yes, they're my family, but they're not my blood. You know what I'm saying? So I feel that could also come off kind of like, oh, well, that's your family. Like that's still whatever. Shut the fuck up. You know what I'm trying to say? Stop trying to twist shit if you're trying to make a negative because I love them. And but that's really why I want my own family. That's kind of where I was going with that whole tangent of, you know, I want to have kids and I want to have those traditions and stuff like that. And something that my fiance and I have been like, thinking about and conjuring up in our brains is, you know, traditions, like what traditions are we going to have? Let's start doing this every year. Just little things like last year we built like a gingerbread house. So I'm like, okay, let's build, let's get another one and build another one. Like maybe that could be like our tradition. And I love baking. So I baked some cupcakes and I'll bake some more cupcakes and I'll, you know, I just bought a cute new cookbook. So I'll bake some things from that. So I'm a huge baker. I love baking and I love sweets. I'm literally the biggest whore for sweets. It's insane. So that's another thing. And then last year we did a Christmas card and we're actually doing that again this year. So next weekend we're having our little photo shoot um, on Saturday morning for a Christmas card. And I don't even know if it'll even be able to kind of be out on time for Christmas. Maybe it'll be like a new year's card actually now that I'm thinking about it. But last year we had the dogs do it with us. I don't know if we're going to do that this year because Oakley is so hyper and the photographer who we're having take our pictures, I don't want to annoy him with Oakley's fucking spaz energy at 9 a.m. on a Saturday. Like, no, thank you. I'll fucking shoot him. I won't shoot him, obviously, but I will want to murder the dog because he's so hyper and energetic. And it'll be 9 a.m. It'll be early. We're trying to get pictures and he'll be fucking running around in the desert, probably getting fucking cacti stuck in him and all that kind of bullshit. So not trying to do that. <laughs> Yeah. But so just like those traditions, I guess, that I want to kind of keep, but I want to have traditions like for our family, like when we have kids and just like decorating a tree and what kind of tree we're going to have. And just, I don't know, all that kind of stuff. I guess what I'm just trying to say is the holidays make me sad because I miss my family. I guess that's really what this whole segment was about. I miss my family. I don't really get to see them. It makes me fucking sad and I cry. So yeah, that's pretty much what I was trying to get at. But I feel a lot of people feel the same way. And I think it's very relatable and the holidays can just be, I feel everything's supposed to be cheery. And I guess no one really thinks about what everybody else is going through. And it sucks because the holidays, it's kind of shoved in our faces for months straight. You know, it starts, they start decorating, you know, the beginning of November 
and it doesn't come down until after Christmas. So if you're mourning the loss of someone or if you really miss your family or you're in a shitty situation with your family to where you guys aren't getting along and it's making you sad because the holidays are the time where you're supposed to be closest and happiest with your family and stuff like that. It's just not the reality for a lot of people. So I guess that's just kind of, I guess, how I feel, even though my life is still great. Like I'm very thankful for everything I have and who I have in my life. You know, I have to kind of take the good with the bad in a sense, because my situations, it's never going to be perfect. Nobody's situation is ever going to be perfect. And I have to just remember that whenever I get kind of sad and in my feelings. But if I hear a song or, um, a movie I watch kind of triggers a memory. I guess I need to stop like kind of thinking of it in a negative way and just kind of feel that memory and think about it and just let it pass. And I'm just kind of bad at like doing that. I just kind of start crying and I'm like, my fiance looks over at me and he's like, what the fuck? Like, why are you crying? And I'm like, I'm fucking sad. Okay. Like I miss my dad. Like I miss when I was little and we'd fucking do this and this and one time my dad fell through the roof of the ceiling when he was in the attic and he hung up the lights and I was worried he was going to die and fall off the roof. Like it was just so stupid. But, um, and then, yeah, like I said, it's just, it's me, honestly, it, this is just me venting about how I feel about the holidays because Christmas is my favorite time of the year, but then it's also like a double edged sword in the fact that, and it's a reminder that, well, you're not with your family. Your family is not here with you. You've never had your family out here for Christmas. My dream, I would love it if my fucking family came out here in Arizona for fucking Christmas. That would be so amazing to me. Like, wow. I kind of just thought about that. And I just feel it's probably never going to happen. Maybe my dad would somehow, some way. But I just wish even my fiance's family from Boston would come out here. His grandparents are so fucking sweet. Like, I would love it if they came out here for Christmas because they're stuck in this big-ass mansion in Boston and in the middle of nowhere, and they're freezing their ass off, so they should get their ass out here. And you know what? I'm going to tell him about that. Let's see. I don't know. They probably don't want to fly because of COVID, but maybe next year. But, yeah, I would just love for everyone to be out here and kind of experience an Arizona Christmas with me. And I want Colton to come to – Texas for Christmas one day to kind of like experience what Christmas is like in Texas and that kind of thing. Cause there's still so many places I want to take him there and show him. And we were there for like a week and a half in the summer, but there's just so much shit to do and see there. Cause it's so fucking big that there just wasn't enough time. So I just, I don't know. I have all these thoughts about the holidays and I love them. And yeah, basically I just wanted to vent about how I feel and how the holidays I guess can affect people in multiple ways. And when you're missing family or if you have estranged connections with people in your family and you wish that weren't the case. And that's kind of like the situation I'm in right now. Um, just things aren't ideal. And hopefully, like I said, in the future, it will change. But I mean, I don't know. You never know, I guess. Only God knows what the future holds as far as that goes. I'll just have to keep praying um, for people in my family and all that kind of stuff. So I guess just being positive, that's something I just need to work on. I need to focus more on writing in my gratitude journal. And that's another thing that I've been having trouble remembering to do because I wake up so early. And then at the end of the day, I just forget. So I just need to hold myself accountable for that shit. And hopefully things will kind of turn around. But yeah, uh, thanks for listening to that. I just kind of wanted to share that with you guys. Um, I feel a lot of people feel the same way kind of about the holiday. So just thought it was a very relatable topic. But I'll shut the fuck up now and go cry in the corner. 
listening to Christmas music. So I'll go kill myself. I'm just kidding. I won't do that. But um, thanks for listening to the podcast. Please subscribe and leave a review if you'd like. If not, that's fine too. But hopefully I'll be recording. Not hopefully. I will be recording more often. I'm not going to be that bitch and, you know, be lazy again. So now that I'm adjusted, I'm at home. I have no excuses. So thanks for listening, guys. And I will see you next time. Bye.